Welcome to California Beaches, Culture and Community, the show that will explore California beaches, how they impact our communities, and ultimately our world. As of January, there were about 40 million residents in California. With all those people so close to the ocean, it could be an amazing experience or be the cause and danger of ocean pollution. I'm Ryan, and today we're talking about people's positive and peaceful experiences with the beach, the dangers of ocean pollution, and what we can do as California's residents to make a difference for the, ro- for the world with our beaches. Let's get started. So if you're a Californian like me, you know that it is such a privilege to live in the Golden State and be so close to some of the most amazing beaches. You may also know that the beach serves so many purposes. You can host parties, read a book, play a game of volleyball, go in the water, and the list just goes on. One thing that I've always appreciated was seeing people enjoy themselves. I mean, who can have a bad time at the beach? When you enter the beach's crowded parking lots, you can already feel the sense of community. Everyone is willing to lend a helping hand or make a new friend. All in all, the beach is a place of excitement, joy, and relaxation. A beautiful piece of American literature that I've enjoyed reading was that of Ernest Hemingway, The Old Man and the Sea. This book was based in Cuba and there, but still shares the uniqueness that there is to the different types of ocean culture. In this book, the old man found his peace when in his boat, in the water, and fishing. Because of his old age, he felt lonely, purposeless, and often thought about the past and what he should have done differently. I'd like to share a short paragraph from the story that really stuck out to me. Hemingway writes, He always thought of the sea as la mar, which is what people call her in Spanish when they love her. Sometimes those who love her say bad things about her, but they are always, they were always said as though she were a woman. Some of the younger fishermen, those who used buoys as floats for their lines and had motorboats, bought when the shark livers, excuse me, let me restart that sentence. Some of the younger fishermen, those who used boys as floats for their lines and had motorboats, bought when the shark's livers had brought much money, spoke of her as Elmar, which is masculine. They spoke of her as a contestant or a place or even an enemy. But the old man always thought of her as feminine and as something that gave or withheld great favors. And if she did wild or wicked things, it was because she could not help them. The moon affects her as it does a woman, he thought. Hemingway. Wasn't that beautiful? It really showed how the 1950s was growing and there was a huge difference between how the older men viewed things and the younger men did. The older men, with more experience and wisdom, showed their love for the ocean by being gentle and calm while at sea. On the other hand, the young men would use it for selfish desires such as money. The old man felt that the time in the ocean should be silent or as quiet as possible because this was the time to meditate, relax, and enjoy the beautiful ocean. Of course, this is in California, but this example does demonstrate the beauty and culture that comes with the ocean. Many many alike appreciate the art of going fishing, and if we don't start to make any changes with how we humans treat the earth, we soon won't be able to enjoy the waters as we do now. 
When we look at our beaches, and especially in California, we don't see much trash covering the entire surface of the beach, but our oceans show us otherwise. According to the Condor Fairies, there are currently 5.25 trillion pieces of trash in our ocean, and 236,000 pieces are accidentally eaten by marine life every year. Knowing this information, many amazing people try to try their best to pick up trash at their local beaches. One experience that really struck out to me was that of Morrison Mast, a head organi organizer for the Oceanic Society. He trashed, he, excuse me, he organized a trash picking event at Ocean Beach and people from all around California came with trash bags in hand. Not only did this group of people pick up trashes from off the beaches and help the environment, but they formed a bond together. The whole morning, they built each other up with encouragement and truly enjoyed each other's company. This makes me think of that one saying, you don't always remember what they said to you, but you remember how they made you feel. And that is very important and true. This again shows that these beaches are very important to us as its residents. It shows community within us, and there are certain dangers we are facing and must confront soon. I've also watched a short film from National Geographic called Kids Take Action Against Ocean Plastic, where students and professionals came together to research and pick up trash that was on their Hawaiian beaches. Chad Onohi Paishan said that it was caring about the piece, caring about that piece of earth where you come from, wherever you call that place home. If each person were to do their part to stop how much trash we use, we can live to see a healthy ocean and earth. Another young student mentioned that when we eat fish, it is possible <clears throat> that we're eating the trash that they could have eaten. That's something to think about, especially if you're a fan of seafood. I have, con I have included the link to this video on the website if you're interested in seeing it. The video was very moving. Doing some research further on the pollution that is inside the ocean, I looked to American classic author and marine biologist Rachel Carson and her book, Silent Spring. <clears throat> In the section of the book called Surface Waters and Underground Seas, Carson mentions where the majority of the ocean pollution comes from and how dangerous they are for the sea. Her studies show that the most that shows that most of the pollution comes from radioactive waste, chemical waste, nuclear explosions, and domestic waste, basically our trash. The more that scientists make more man-made chemicals, the more difficult it is to ensure our water purification. And using the water may become more and more dangerous. The water polluting issue is so grand that one study was able to find enough insecticide in drinking water to kill test fish in about four hours of exposure. Something I appreciated from what Carson said and I want to share with you is, it is not possible to add excuse me, it is not possible to add pesticides to water anywhere without threatening the purity of water everywhere. All the trash we put into the ocean and our beaches can be avoided. If we all do our part, we can get rid of all the trash that ruins the oceanic economy for good. So you may be asking, so what? Why is all this so important? How does this affect us? Well, there are so many lives on the line if we don't start taking care of our earth. 
Yes, although we don't live in the ocean, we still need to take care of it because our lives are affected by how we treat it. Our trash and our pollution is killing marine life and birds. A National Geographic article titled Marine Pollution says, the increased concentration of chemicals in the coastal oceans promotes the growth of agile blooms, which can be toxic to wildlife and harmful to humans. The negative effects on health and the environment caused by algal blooms hurt local fishing and tourism industries. And then continues saying, this trash poses dangers to both humans and animals. Fish become tangled and injured in the debris, and some animals mistake items like plastic bags for food and eat them. Small organisms feed on tiny bits of broken down plastic called microplastic and absorb the chemicals from the plastic into their from the plastic into their tissues. When small organisms that consume microplastics are eaten by larger animals, the toxic chemicals then become part of their tissues. In this way, the, micro, the microplastic pollution migrates up the food chain, eventually becoming part of the food that humans eat. This shows us we need to stop pollution from going into the oceans because we will eventually consume our very own trash, which is highly unsanitary. During this process, so many animals and humans will lose their life due to choking, toxicity, or rotten tissues. So now that we understand what ocean pollution is and its, harm, and its harsh effects on the environment, what should we do to end this world issue? Well first, I'd like to let you know what you, what you can do. Sorry. Well first, I'd like to let you know that what you do makes all the difference in the world. You may be one person on this planet, but your actions matter. They really do. So what can you, your family, and close friends do? The ocean pollution article previ previously mentioned also suggests that solutions for marine pollution include prevention and cleanup. Dispo disposable and single-use plastic is abundantly used in today's society, from shopping bags to shipping packages to plastic bottles. Changing society's approach to plastic use will be a long and economic economically challenging process and this is one of many ways that we as Californians and residents of this earth can further protect and save our oceans. Try to buy things that are recyclable or reusable such as totes ba tote bags, chargeable gadgets, or things that come in co compostable packaging. Shop and donate at thrift stores. Sell things you don't use anymore. Buy things in bulk. Properly dispose of trash in trash cans and recycle paper, bottles, and cans. You even get money for doing that. When you see trash on the floor, don't be scared to pick it up and throw it away. Do it for yourself. Think of the beautiful earth you live on and how happy it makes you feel when you take care of it. The earth shows us when it appreciates our efforts to take care of it, so do your part. There are so many things we can do to make a difference for this earth. Where, where will you start? Thank you for listening to my podcast. My name is Ryan, and I'll talk to you later.